your health, your wellness, and your relationships. Relationships can be full of joy and happiness, or they can tear you down. So today, let's dive deeper into how to have a healthy relationship. And I'm not just talking about with your significant other, but all your relationships. Your relationship with God, your relationship with your family members, your relationship with your your spouse or significant other. Stay tuned for that and more on Kindle Progress. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 5 through 7.
Hello, and welcome to another episode of Kim in Progress. So glad you can tune in today. And today, we're going to be talking about relationships. Having healthy relationships and maintaining a healthy relationship. Healthy relationships allow you to express your individuality, bring out the best in you and others in your life, and it can encourage growth. You know, a lot of relationships start on a good note, but sometimes they can end in tantrums because of the fiery issues that come about. And this could be because some measures were not in place in the beginning to deal with all the shocks that may arise. When we're in a healthy relationship, it it creates the zeal to want more. You know, keep relationships alive and ultimately prevent the breakups, the dreaded divorces, you know, the not speaking to the loved ones in your in your life for years at a time. I have not had the best of relationships and a lot of times they ended in disaster. And I look back now and realize that, you know, I played my part in those relationships ending. But growing up as a little girl, I was always just consumed with the ideal of being married and being in a relationship no matter what. Always wanting to be loved and accepted. And there's nothing wrong with that. And also, you know, I was afraid to be alone. I didn't want to be alone. I wanted to be in a relationship and I wanted to be the caretaker and to fix someone. And I just was kind of blinded and didn't see that maybe I needed fixing first. I would dive head first into these relationships, rushing, missing the subtle signs, not investing in the get-to-know-you part. And more importantly, I didn't wait on the Lord. I somehow learned to to create chaos when there wasn't any. You know, I was selfish at times. I wasn't humble. And after a while, my relationships became like projects to me. I was consumed with being in the relationship and after a while it wasn't even for the right reasons and I didn't even notice any warning signs so even if that person was no good for me or vice versa it didn't matter I just wanted to complete my project I I wish I knew then what I've learned now. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that I did that helped me work on and create healthy relationships for myself. And not just with my significant other, but with family members, with co-workers, with friends, just people I come in contact with in my life. And the first thing I learned was I had to put God first. You know, be patient. Wait on Him. 
in his timing because his timing is always right and he knows what's best for me. And then after, you know, seeking the Lord's advice, I learned that I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't love myself. So I needed to go back to the basics and learn to be happy with who I am and work on the things that maybe I wasn't happy about in my life. And I had to learn to take care of Kim and love Kim. Because you can't love or give anything to anyone if you don't have it for yourself. So I like to journal and and I wrote down, you know, what were some other things looking back now that I didn't handle well or do well. And I realized that you know, when it came to issues and confronting issues, I didn't deal with it objectively. You know, I was always in a bid and sometimes it wasn't just me, it could have been my significant other. But we were always in a bid to win the argument. Or, you know, the confrontations would become so biased. Even if I knew I was guilty or they were guilty and there were genuine reasons, it didn't matter. I wanted to win or they wanted to win so we would get nowhere. We needed to, I need to learn to empathize with the other person in an objective manner, you know, and I learned, I needed to learn to view it with no emotions attached. You know, I couldn't go into a confrontation or a discussion with all these feelings that I was, you know, had built up in me because we would just be headbutting the whole time. And then I also realized that if I knew there were issues that I saw that were affecting the relationship, I would hold them in. I didn't share them with my partner. And it's important to talk it over with your partner. Any issues you see that are affecting your relationship so that you can work on it before it becomes that eruption, before it blows up into something that it didn't need to. And I realized that a lot of times I would get in these relationships to try and change a person. You know, I'm Miss Fix-It. Not seeing that maybe I needed some changing too. That I needed to change myself. And it's interesting that we tend to believe, excuse me, others are the cause of all our problems. You know, it's never us. We're quick to prescribe ideals of how they should change, forgetting that we may be the source of some of the problems. So whenever you find it convenient to ask others to change, do me a favor. Go look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I need to change? We have to learn to... Make the relationships simple. You know, step away from the complexity and make 
our relationships as simple as possible. And what I mean by keeping it simple, I mean, you know, we're not going to be bossy. We're going to learn to create spaces for each other to enjoy life. We're going to learn to tone down on the issues because we're going to communicate and discuss and help each other. We're not going to bring all this drama into it. We need to keep it simple. Enjoy the fact that we're in a relationship and that it's a blessing. We're going to respect each other. You know, your partner's wishes and feelings have value too, just like yours does. So let your significant other know that you're making an effort to keep their ideals in mind. Mutual respect is essential, and that's in any type of relationship, whether it's your work relationships, you know, your relationships with your kids, your your family members, your friends. Respect goes both ways. And that's something that you need in life. We have to learn to compromise. Disagreements happen. It's part of life. They're going to happen. But it's important to find ways to compromise. You know, if we disagree on something, we need to try to be fair. Have an open mind. Meet each other in the middle. It's not your way and that's it. My way or that's it. Meet each other in the middle. Compromise. Because otherwise you're just going to keep button heads. Or somebody's going to give in and not be happy. And the cycle's going to continue and continue. We have to be supportive and offer reassurance and encouragement. Be that backbone. Be that ride or die. You know, because when you're in a relationship, that's who that person's going to look to for that support, for that safety, reassurance, and encouragement. I mean, that's what I look to. If I'm not in an intimate relationship with someone, then, you know, my mom or family members, I'm, I'm looking for that encouragement and that reassurance, especially if I just can't seem to boost myself up. You're going to go to that other person. So that is vital. We have to learn to respect each other's privacy and... That means we're not going through cell phones, we're not going through emails, because the trust is our is there. So why are we doing that? And if the trust is not there, it's been broken, then there are some bigger issues that need to be discussed. If you can handle that amongst just the two of you, great. If not, you know, seek counseling from your pastor or a marriage counselor. But if none of that's going on, then we need to respect each other's privacy. You know, you want to create healthy boundaries for each other so that you're not crossing the line. Because even if you're in a relationship, there's still boundaries. 
that need to be respected. It's important to remember that while you're building yourself up, you're a big part of building your partner up. You're a team. There's no more I in the equation. You're a team. So that means we, not me. And I'll say that again. You're a team. So that means we, not me. We have to be positive and accept and celebrate the fact that you're different and they're different. We're unique. We're individuals. And that's a great thing. I know personally for me, I don't want somebody that thinks exactly like I do, behaves exactly like I do. I want somebody that's different. You know, and I'm going to learn something from that person every day and it could be just the subtle little things they might open up my eyes to things that I wasn't aware of or introduce me to different things that I might not have ever tried before so respect and celebrate the fact that you're different a big part for me that I know I was horrible at back then was listening and hearing and there's a difference. You can hear all day long, and after a while, to me, it would sound like Charlie Brown, womp, 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 womp. But I wasn't hearing what they were saying. Because nobody, I think, respects the fact that you're sitting there, and you're having a conversation, and the only thing you're getting from that person is, uh-huh, yeah, okay. You know, if they were to ask me, you know, what was I saying, or what do you think and I'd be like uh I'm busted you know I heard you the womp 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 but I didn't really hear you we also need to learn to give time and when we give time be present so it's not we go out, we're on a date night, and I'm there, but I'm so busy and consumed with my phone and or distracted with thinking about what happened at work or what I got to do later on when we get home. Be present. Engage with that person. That is your time. And it is important because I was horrible at it. I We'd be at dinner, and I'm constantly checking my work phone, my emails, thinking about what I got to do later. I just let all the distractions come in between our time. It became about me time, you know, on your tab. So let's work on that. The basis for healthy relationships, you know, is we have to learn to communicate with our loved ones and be honest and open and I mean completely honest even if we get into a situation where we have to have a discussion and we think it's going to hurt the other person's feelings white lies are not acceptable to avoid hurting their feelings because it's going to catch up with you and then all they're going to know is you lied be open and honest and because you're communicating 
you guys can work through if it hurts their feelings or it's something they don't want to hear. But you know what? That's part of a relationship. We're not always going to hear what we want to hear or be happy with the answer. But I'll be happier knowing that you told me 100% of the truth versus bending it a little bit to avoid me being upset or that argument. Because we're going to work through it because we have a good communication between us. Understand each other's needs and expectations so that you can be on the same page. And that was a vital mistake that I had made in the beginning of my relationship because I rushed into it. I didn't take the time to sit down and discuss with them, okay, these are my expectations, these are my needs, or get that information from them. So then down the road, it'd be like, well, I didn't know that. Oh, why didn't you tell me that? Or it's just like shock and awe, like, oh, didn't know that, you know. And I'm not saying that it's a one-time deal. We've talked about it in the beginning. That's it. Because your needs are going to change all the time. Your expectations are going to change. But you can discuss those with those with that person so that you're always on the same page. And that's just building your relationship. You're you're going to be working on and building your relationship every day of your life. It's 24-7. You know, we have to be honest. We have to have that trust, the respect, open communication. Don't hold back. Don't hold it in. We have to learn to listen and hear. We need to value each other's opinions. And that's important, you know. We're not going to view things and see things the same all the time. But I can't put down how you feel about something or how you see something just because... That's not how I think. That's not right. Remember, we're individuals. We have to keep our word. Don't make promises that you're just going to break. You don't want your significant other to have this built-in feeling of, as soon as you make a promise, they're already expecting the disappointment. You know, my kids... They used to say it all the time, and they tease me about it. They'd be like, well, you're not going to do it anyways. You know, I make a promise, and I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, it was just a going thing. They're like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the movies, hang out with you guys, and the next day, I, you know, no, I don't feel like going. I'm tired. I have a headache. So they got used to that. They already know that even though I said, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to do this. They already knew, and they expected it, that I was just going to break it. Don't break your promises. That's a hurt and disappointment that you don't want the other one to feel because you wouldn't want it to happen to you. It's important to make each other feel appreciated. No matter how big or small. What you did to get with that person in the beginning doesn't stop once you're in the relationship. And I'm not saying everything has to be big and fancy and elaborate. Just remember that that's the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. That's the person you're committed to. Why is that stopping? You know, so you slip the little note into your husband's wallet. 
So when he goes to lunch the next day, he sees it says, hey, babe, have a great day. You know, you write a poem for your wife and, you know, leave it by her nightstand in the morning with the cup of coffee already ready. Make them feel appreciated. The small things add up. I love the small things. It, I love the small things, the homemade gifts and all that because it just shows that they put time into it. And they really thought about it. Preserve your love. You know, like I said, we, we, we say I love you all the time. You know, I love you. I love you. Powerful words. But your actions need to back up those three words. If we're saying it, but how we behave is totally opposite and contradicting those words, those words mean nothing. So like I said, make them feel appreciated. So as you're saying I love you, show them that I love you. It goes a long way. Preserve your love. And you got to remember, a relationship is 50-50. Remember, we're compromising. We're meeting in the middle. It's a team thing. So don't ever think that you're going to get what you want 100% of the time. Because then you're just setting yourself up for failure. Like I said, there there will be the ups and the downs. But because you're a team and you work on your relationship every day, you'll be able to get through those rough times. And it's going to make celebrating those good times mean so much more. We go to work, you know, our eight hours every day. But that doesn't dismiss us from the work we need to put on our relationship 24-7. And it's not bad work. It's good work. You know, a relationship is, is a blessing. It's a wonderful thing. But you have to put the work into it. And it's possible. And that's, like I said, relationships not just with your spouse or significant other, but with your family members, you know, your friends. Put the work into it. Nourish it. Respect it. Cherish it. Because you never know. Don't take it for granted. I know that I work on my relationships with my family every day. And some days, you know... It's hard. You know, there's some days I'm just like pulling my hair out. But ultimately, I know that they're important to me, you know. So that I have to put the work into it just like I would with anything else that I do in life. If you want to discuss this episode or any of my other episodes that I've did here on Kim in Progress, you know that you can reach me at natural at kimcare.co or you can message me directly here on the show and I will always get back to you or if you just have any other concerns reach out to me I'm here I'm available I do listen and I do hear always remember to stay you and be true I love you Be safe out there. 
take care of each other. Please, please, please wear your mask. Social distance. Keep your immune system up. Eat healthy. Exercise. And just know that every day that we are alive and here on this earth, it's a blessing. So, take care of what the Lord has gave us. Take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with a little prayer. So, if you could please bow your heads. Precious Lord, you have told us to pursue things that will create peace and the edification of others. So, I come seeking help to be the type of person, one who teaches and improves others. I pray, dear Lord, you would grant me a heart and a mind that is committed to pursuing things that will result in peace and edification of my loved ones. Help me, Lord, to be more Christ-like in all my relationships. In your heavenly name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, until the next time on Kim in Progress, take care of yourself so that you can take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with a little music. Until next time, bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Kim in Progress. So glad you can tune in today. And today, we're going to be talking about relationships. Having healthy relationships and maintaining a healthy relationship. Healthy relationships allow you to express your individuality, bring out the best in you and others in your life, and it can encourage growth. You know, a lot of relationships start on a good note, but sometimes they can end in tantrums because of the fiery issues that come about. And this could be because some measures were not in place in the beginning to deal with all the shocks that may arise. When we're in a healthy relationship, it it creates the zeal to want more, you know, keep relationships alive and ultimately prevent the breakups, the dreaded divorces, you know, the not speaking to the loved ones in your in your life for years at a time. I have not had the best of relationships and a lot of times they ended in disaster. And I look back now and realize that, you know, I played my part in those relationships ending. But growing up as a little girl, I was always just consumed with the ideal of being married and being in a relationship no matter what. Always wanting to be loved and accepted. And there's nothing wrong with that. And also, you know, I was afraid to be alone. I didn't want to be alone. I wanted to be in a relationship and I wanted to be the caretaker and to fix someone. And I just was kind of blinded and didn't see that maybe I needed fixing first. I would dive 
head first into these relationships, rushing, missing the subtle signs, not investing in the get to know you part. And more importantly, I didn't wait on the Lord. I somehow learned to to create chaos when there wasn't any. You know, I was selfish at times. I wasn't humble. And after a while, my relationships became like projects to me. I was consumed with being in the relationship. And after a while, it wasn't even for the right reasons. And I didn't even notice any warning signs. So even if that person was no good for me or vice versa, it didn't matter. I just wanted to complete my project. I, I wish I knew then what I've learned now. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that I did that helped me work on and create healthy relationships for myself. And not just with my significant other, but with family members, with co-workers, with friends, just people I come in contact with in my life. And the first thing I learned was I had to put God first. You know, be patient. Wait on Him and His timing because His timing is always right. And He knows what's best for me. And then after, you know, seeking the Lord's advice, I learned that I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't love myself. So I needed to go back to the basics and learn to be happy with who I am and work on the things that maybe I wasn't happy about in my life. And I had to learn to take care of Kim and love Kim. Because you can't love or give anything to anyone if you don't have it for yourself. So, I like to journal and, and I wrote down, you know, what were some other things looking back now that I didn't handle well or do well. And I realized that, you know, when it came to issues and confronting issues, I didn't deal with it objectively. You know, I was always in a bid and sometimes it wasn't just me, it could have been my significant other. But we were always in a bid to win the argument. Or, you know, the confrontations would become so biased. Even if I knew I was guilty or they were guilty and there were genuine reasons, it didn't matter. I wanted to win or they wanted to win. So we would get nowhere. We needed to, I need to learn to empathize with the other person in an objective manner, you know, and I learned, I needed to learn to view it with no emotions attached. You know, I couldn't go into a confrontation or a discussion with all these feelings that I was, you know, had built up in me because 
we would just be headbutting the whole time. And then I also realized that if I knew there were issues that I saw that were affecting the relationship, I would hold them in. I didn't share them with my partner. And it's important to talk it over with your partner. Any issues you see that are affecting your relationship so that you can work on it before it becomes that eruption. Before it blows up into something that it didn't need to. And I realized that a lot of times I would get in these relationships to try and change a person. You know, I'm Miss Fix-It. Not seeing that maybe I needed some changing too. That I needed to change myself. And it's interesting that we tend to believe, excuse me, others are the cause of all our problems. You know, it's never us. We're quick to prescribe ideals of how they should change, forgetting that we may be the source of some of the problems. So whenever you find it convenient to ask others to change, do me a favor. Go look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I need to change? We have to learn to make the relationships simple. You know, step away from the complexity and make our relationships as simple as possible. And what I mean by keeping it simple, I mean, you know, we're not going to be bossy. We're going to learn to create spaces for each other to enjoy life. We're going to learn to tone down on the issues because we're going to communicate and discuss and help each other. We're not going to bring all this drama into it. We need to keep it simple. Enjoy the fact that we're in a relationship and that it's a blessing. We're going to respect each other. You know, your partner's wishes and feelings have value too. Just like yours does. So let your significant other know that you're making an effort to keep their ideals in mind. Mutual respect is essential. And that's in any type of relationship. Whether it's your work relationships, you know, your relationship with your kids, your your family members, your friends. Respect goes both ways. And that's something that you need in life. We have to learn to compromise. Disagreements happen. It's part of life. They're going to happen. But it's important to find ways to compromise. You know, if we disagree on something, we need to try to be fair. Have an open mind. Meet each other in the middle. It's not your way and that's it. My way or that's it. Meet each other in the middle. Compromise. Because otherwise you're just going to keep button heads. Or somebody's going to give in and not be happy. And the cycle's going to continue and continue. We have to be supportive and offer reassurance and encouragement. 
be that backbone, be that ride or die, you know, because when you're in a relationship, that's who that person's going to look to for that support, for that safety, reassurance, and encouragement. I mean, that's who I look to. If I'm not in a intimate relationship with someone, then, you know, my mom or family members, I'm, I'm looking for that encouragement and that reassurance, especially if I just can't seem to boost myself up. You're going to go to that other person. So that is vital. We have to learn to respect each other's privacy. And that means we're not going through cell phones. We're not going through emails because the trust is our is there. So why are we doing that? And if the trust is not there, it's been broken, then there are some bigger issues that need to be discussed. If you can handle that amongst just the two of you, great. If not, you know, seek counseling from your pastor or a marriage counselor. But if none of that's going on, then we need to respect each other's privacy. You know, you want to create healthy boundaries for each other so that you're not crossing the line. Because even if you're in a relationship, there's still boundaries that need to be respected. It's important to remember that while you're building yourself up, you're a big part of building your partner up. You're a team. There's no more I in the equation. You're a team. So that means we, not me. And I'll say that again. You're a team. So that means we, not me. We have to be positive and accept and celebrate the fact that you're different and they're different. We're unique. We're individuals. And that's a great thing. I know personally for me, I don't want somebody that thinks exactly like I do, behaves exactly like I do. I want somebody that's different. You know, and I'm going to learn something from that person every day and it could be just the subtle little things they might open up my eyes to things that I wasn't aware of or introduce me to different things that I might not have ever tried before so respect and celebrate the fact that you're different a big part for me that I know I was horrible at back then was listening and hearing and there's a difference. You can hear all day long, and after a while, to me, it would sound like Charlie Brown. Womp, 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 womp. But I wasn't hearing what they were saying. Because nobody, I think, respects the fact that you're sitting there, and you're having a conversation, and the only thing you're getting from that person is, uh-huh, yeah, okay. You know, if they were to ask me, you know, what was I saying, or what do you think and I'd be like uh I'm busted you know I heard you 
the womp, 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 but I didn't really hear you. We also need to learn to give time, and when we give time, be present. So it's not we go out, we're on a date night, and I'm there, but I'm so busy and consumed with my phone and or distracted with thinking about what happened at work or what I got to do later on when we get home. Be present. Engage with that person. That is your time. And it is important because I was horrible at it. I We'd be at dinner and I'm constantly checking my work phone, my emails, thinking about what I got to do later. I just let all the distractions come in between our time. It became about me time, you know, on your tab. So let's work on that. The basis for healthy relationships, you know, is we have to learn to communicate with our loved ones and be honest and open. And I mean completely honest. Even if we get into a situation where we have to have a discussion and we think it's going to hurt the other person's feelings, white lies are not acceptable to avoid hurting their feelings. Because it's going to catch up with you and then all they're going to know is you lied. Be open and honest. And because you're communicating, you guys can work through if it hurts their feelings or it's something they don't want to hear. But you know what? That's part of a relationship. We're not always going to hear what we want to hear or be happy with the answer. But I'll be happier knowing that you told me 100% of the truth versus bending it a little bit to avoid me being upset or that argument because we're going to work through it because we have a good communication between us. Understand each other's needs and expectations so that you can be on the same page. And that was a vital mistake that I made in the beginning of my relationship because I rushed into it. I didn't take the time to sit down and discuss with them, okay, these are my expectations, these are my needs, or get that information from them. So then down the road, it'd be like, well, I didn't know that. Oh, why didn't you tell me that? Or it's just like shock and awe, like, ugh didn't know that you know and I'm not saying that it's a one-time deal we've talked about in the beginning that's it because your needs are going to change all the time your expectations are going to change but you can discuss those with those with that person so that you're always on the same page and that's just building your relationship you're you're going to be working on and building your relationship every day of your life it's 24 7 You know, we have to be honest. We have to have that trust, the respect, open communication. Don't hold back. Don't hold it in. We have to learn to listen and hear. We need to value each other's opinions. And that's important, you know. We're not going to view things and see things the same all the time. But I can't put down how you feel about something or how you see something just because 
that's not how I think. That's not right. Remember, we're individuals. We have to keep our word. Don't make promises that you're just going to break. You don't want your significant other to have this built-in feeling of, as soon as you make a promise, they're already expecting the disappointment. You know, my kids, they used to say it all the time, and they tease me about it. They'd be like, well, you're not going to do it anyways. You know, I make a promise, and I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, it was just the only thing. They're like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the movies, hang out with you guys, and the next day, I, you know, no, I don't feel like going tired I have a headache so they got used to that they already know that even though I said yeah we're gonna go we're gonna do this they already knew and they expected it that I was just gonna break it don't break your promises that's a hurt and disappointment that you don't want the other one to feel because you wouldn't want it to happen to you it's important to make each other feel appreciated no matter how big or small What you did to get with that person in the beginning doesn't stop once you're in the relationship. And I'm not saying everything has to be big and fancy and elaborate. Just remember that that's the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. That's the person you're committed to. Why is that stopping? You know, so you slip the little note into your husband's wallet. So when he goes to lunch the next day, he sees it says, hey, babe, have a great day. You know, you write a poem for your wife and, you know, leave it by her nightstand in the morning with a cup of coffee already ready. Make them feel appreciated. The small things add up. I love the small things. I love the small things, the homemade gifts and all that because it just shows that they put time into it and they really thought about it. Preserve your love. You know, like I said, we we, we say I love you all the time. You know, I love you. I love you. Powerful words. But your actions need to back up those three words. If we're saying it, but how we behave is totally opposite and contradicting those words, those words mean nothing. So, like I said, make them feel appreciated. So as you're saying, I love you, show them that I love you. goes a long way. Preserve your love. And you got to remember, a relationship is 50-50. Remember, we're compromising, we're meeting in the middle. It's a team thing. So don't ever think that you're going to get what you want 100% of the time. Because then you're just setting yourself up for failure. Like I said, there there will be the ups and the downs, but because you're a team and you work on your relationship every day, you'll be able to get through those rough times. And it's going to make celebrating those good times mean so much more. We go to work, you know, our eight hours every day. But that doesn't dismiss us from the work we need to put on our relationship 24-7. And it's not bad work. It's good work. You know, a relationship is is a blessing. It's a wonderful thing. But you have to put the work into it. 
And it's possible. And that's, like I said, relationships, not just with your spouse or significant other, but with your family members, you know, your friends. Put the work into it. Nourish it. Respect it. Cherish it. Because you never know. Don't take it for granted. I know that I work on my relationships with my family every day. And some days, you know, it's hard. You know, there's some days I'm just like pulling my hair out. But ultimately, I know that they're important to me, you know. So that I have to put the work into it just like I would with anything else that I do in life. If you want to discuss this episode or any of my other episodes that I've did here on Kim in Progress, you know that you can reach me at natural at kimcare.co or you can message me directly here on the show and I will always get back to you. Or if you just have any other concerns, reach out to me. I'm here. I'm available. I do listen and I do hear. Always remember to stay you and be true. I love you. Be safe out there. Take care of each other. Please, please, please wear your mask. Social distance. Keep your immune system up. Eat healthy. Exercise. And just know that every day that we are alive and here on this earth, it's a blessing. So, take care of what the Lord has gave us. Take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with a little prayer. So, if you could please bow your heads. Precious Lord, you have told us to pursue things that will create peace and the edification of others. So I come seeking help to be the type of person, one who teaches and improves others. I pray, dear Lord, you would grant me a heart and a mind that is committed to pursuing things that will result in peace and edification of my loved ones. Help me, Lord, to be more Christ-like in all my relationships. In your heavenly name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, until the next time on Kim in Progress, take care of yourself so that you can take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with a little music. Until next time, bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Kim in Progress. So glad you can tune in today. And today, we're going to be talking about relationships. Having healthy relationships and maintaining a healthy relationship. Healthy relationships allow you to express your individuality, bring out the best in you and others in your life, and it can encourage growth. You know, a lot of relationships start on a good note, but sometimes they can end in tantrums because of the fiery issues that come about. And 
this could be because some measures were not in place in the beginning to deal with all the shocks that may arise. When we're in a healthy relationship, it, it creates the zeal to want more, you know, keep relationships alive, and ultimately prevent the breakups, the dreaded divorces, you know, the not speaking to the loved ones in your in your life for years at a time. I have not had the best of relationships. And a lot of times they ended in disaster. And I look back now and realize that, you know, I played my part in those relationships ending. But growing up as a little girl, I was always just consumed with the ideal of being married and being in a relationship no matter what. Always wanting to be loved and accepted. And there's nothing wrong with that. And also, you know, I was afraid to be alone. I didn't want to be alone. I wanted to be in a relationship and I wanted to be the caretaker and to fix someone. And I just was kind of blinded and didn't see that maybe I needed fixing first. I would dive headfirst into these relationships, rushing, missing the subtle signs, not investing in the get-to-know-you part. And more importantly, I didn't wait on the Lord. I somehow learned to to create chaos when there wasn't any. You know, I was selfish at times. I wasn't humble. And after a while, my relationships became like projects to me. I was consumed with being in the relationship. And after a while, it wasn't even for the right reasons. And I didn't even notice any warning signs. So even if that person was no good for me or vice versa, it didn't matter. I just wanted to complete my project. I wish I knew then what I've learned now. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that I did that helped me work on and create healthy relationships for myself. And not just with my significant other, but with family members, with co-workers, with friends, just people I come in contact with in my life. And the first thing I learned was I had to put God first. You know, be patient. Wait on Him and His timing because His timing is always right. And He knows what's best for me. And then after, you know, seeking the Lord's advice, I learned that I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't love myself. So I needed to go back to the basics and learn to be happy with who I am and work on the things that maybe I wasn't happy about in my life. And I had to learn to take care of Kim and love Kim. 
Because you can't love or give anything to anyone if you don't have it for yourself. So, I like to journal and, and I wrote down, you know, what were some other things looking back now that I didn't handle well or do well. And I realized that, you know, when it came to issues and confronting issues, I didn't deal with it objectively. You know, I was always in a bid and sometimes it wasn't just me, it could have been my significant other. But we were always in a bed to win the argument. Or, you know, the confrontations would become so biased. Even if I knew I was guilty or they were guilty and there were genuine reasons, it didn't matter. I wanted to win or they wanted to win. So we would get nowhere. We needed to, I needed to learn to empathize with the other person in an objective manner, you know, and I learned, I needed to learn to view it with no emotions attached. You know, I couldn't go into a confrontation or a discussion with all these feelings that I was, you know, had built up in me because we would just be headbutting the whole time. And then I also realized that if I knew there were issues that I saw that were affecting the relationship, I would hold them in. I didn't share them with my partner. And it's important to talk it over with your partner. Any issues you see that are affecting your relationship so that you can work on it before it becomes that eruption, before it blows up into something that it didn't need to. And I realized that a lot of times I would get in these relationships to try and change a person. You know, I'm Miss Fix-It. Not seeing that maybe I needed some changing too, that I needed to change myself. And it's interesting that we tend to believe, excuse me, others are the cause of all our problems. You know, it's never us. We're quick to prescribe ideals of how they should change, forgetting that we may be the source of some of the problems. So whenever you find it convenient to ask others to change, do me a favor. Go look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I need to change? We have to learn to... Make the relationships simple. You know, step away from the complexity and make our relationships as simple as possible. And what I mean by keeping it simple, I mean, you know, we're not going to be bossy. We're going to learn to create spaces for each other to enjoy life. We're going to learn to tone down on the issues because we're going to communicate and discuss and help each other. We're not going to bring all this drama into it. We need to keep it simple. Enjoy the fact that we're in a relationship and that it's a blessing. 
we're going to respect each other. You know, your partner's wishes and feelings have value too, just like yours does. So let your significant other know that you're making an effort to keep their ideals in mind. Mutual respect is essential, and that's in any type of relationship, whether it's your work relationships, you know, your relationships with your kids, your your family members, your friends. Respect goes both ways, and that's something that you need in life. We have to learn to compromise. Disagreements happen. It's part of life. They're going to happen. But it's important to find ways to compromise. You know, if we disagree on something, we need to try to be fair. Have an open mind. Meet each other in the middle. It's not your way and that's it. My way or that's it. Meet each other in the middle. Compromise. Because otherwise you're just going to keep button heads. Or somebody's going to give in and not be happy. And the cycle's going to continue and continue. We have to be supportive and offer reassurance and encouragement. Be that backbone. Be that ride or die. You know, because when you're in a relationship... That's who that person's going to look to for that support, for that safety, reassurance, and encouragement. I mean, that's what I look to. If I'm not in an intimate relationship with someone, then, you know, my mom or family members, I'm, I'm looking for that encouragement and that reassurance. Especially if I just can't seem to boost myself up. You're going to go to that other person. So that is vital we have to learn to respect each other's privacy and that means we're not going through cell phones we're not going through emails because the trust is our is there so why are we doing that and if the trust is not there it's been broken then there are some bigger issues that need to be discussed if you can handle that amongst just the two of you great if not you know seek counseling from your pastor or a marriage counselor but if none of that's going on then we need to respect each other's privacy you know you want to create healthy boundaries for each other so that you're not crossing the line because even if you're in a relationship there's still boundaries that need to be respected it's important to remember that while you're building yourself up you're a big part of building your partner up you're a team there's no more I in the equation you're a team so that means We, not me. And I'll say that again. You're a team. So that means we, not me. We have to be positive and accept 
and celebrate the fact that you're different and they're different. We're unique. We're individuals. And that's a great thing. I know personally for me, I don't want somebody that thinks exactly like I do, behaves exactly like I do. I want somebody that's different. You know, and I'm going to learn something from that person every day. And it could be just the subtle little things. They might open up my eyes to things that I wasn't aware of or introduce me to different things that I might not have ever tried before. So respect and celebrate the fact that you're different. A big part for me that I know I was horrible at back then was listening and hearing. And there's a difference. You can hear all day long, and after a while, to me, it would sound like Charlie Brown, womp, 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 but I wasn't hearing what they were saying. Because nobody, I think, respects the fact that you're sitting there, and you're having a conversation, and the only thing you're getting from that person is, uh-huh, yeah, okay. You know, if they were to ask me, you know, what was I saying, or what do you think, and I'd be like, uh, I'm busted. You know, I heard you, the womp, 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 but I didn't really hear you. We also need to learn to give time, and when we give time, be present. So, it's not we go out, we're on a date night, and I'm there, but I'm so busy and consumed with my phone, and or distracted with thinking about what happened at work, or what I gotta do later on when we get home. Be present. Engage with that person. That is your time. And it is important. Because I was horrible at it. I We'd be at dinner and I'm constantly checking my work phone, my emails, thinking about what I got to do later. I just let all the distractions come in between our time. It became about me time, you know, on your tab. So let's work on that. The basis for a healthy relationships, you know, is we have to learn to communicate with our loved ones and be honest and open. And I mean completely honest. Even if we get into a situation where we have to have a discussion and we think it's going to hurt the other person's feelings, white lies are not acceptable to avoid hurting their feelings because it's going to catch up with you. And then all they're going to know is you lied. Be open and honest. And because you're communicating, you guys can work through if it hurts their feelings or it's something they don't want to hear. But you know what? That's part of a relationship. We're not always going to hear what we want to hear or be happy with the answer. But I'll be happier knowing that you told me 100% of the truth versus bending it a little bit to avoid me being upset or that argument. Because we're going to work through it because we have a good communication between us. Understand each other's needs and expectations so that you can be on the same page. And that was a vital mistake that I made 
in the beginning of my relationship because I rushed into it. I didn't take the time to sit down and discuss with them. Okay, these are my expectations. This is, these are my needs. Or get that information from them. So then down the road, it'd be like, well, I didn't know that. Oh, why didn't you tell me that? Or it's just like shock and all like, oh, didn't know that, you know. And I'm not saying that it's a one-time deal. We've talked about it in the beginning. That's it. Because your needs are going to change all the time. Your expectations are going to change. But you can discuss those with those with that person so that you're always on the same page. And that's just building your relationship. You're, you're going to be working on and building your relationship every day of your life. It's 24-7. You know, we have to be honest. We have to have that trust, the respect, open communication. Don't hold back. Don't hold it in. We have to learn to listen and hear. We need to value each other's opinions. And that's important, you know. We're not going to view things and see things the same all the time. But I can't put down how you feel about something or how you see something just because that's not how I think. That's not right. Remember, we're individuals. We have to keep our word. Don't make promises that you're just going to break. You don't want your significant other to have this built-in feeling of as soon as you make a promise they're already expecting the disappointment you know my kids they used to say it all the time and they tease me about it they'd be like well you're not gonna do it anyways you know I make a promise and I'm like yeah right I mean it was just a going thing they like I'd be like yeah I'm gonna go to the movies hang out with you guys and the next day I, you know no I don't feel like going tired I have a headache so they got used to that they already know that even though I said yeah we're gonna go we're gonna do this they already knew and they expected it that I was just gonna break it don't break your promises that's a hurt and disappointment that you don't want the other one to feel because you wouldn't want it to happen to you it's important to make each other feel appreciated no matter how big or small what you did to get with that person in the beginning doesn't stop once you're in the relationship. And I'm not saying everything has to be big and fancy and elaborate. Just remember that that's the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. That's the person you're committed to. Why is that stopping? You know, so you slip the little note into your husband's wallet. So when he goes to lunch the next day, he sees it says, hey, babe, have a great day. You know, you write a poem for your wife and, you know, leave it by her nightstand in the morning with a, the cup of coffee already ready. Make them feel appreciated. The small things add up. I love the small things. It, I love the small things, the homemade gifts and all that because it just shows that they put time into it and they really thought about it. Preserve your love. You know, like I said, we, we, we say I love you all the time. You know, I love you. I love you. Powerful words. 
but your actions need to back up those three words. If we're saying it, but how we behave is totally opposite and contradicting those words, those words mean nothing. So like I said, make them feel appreciated. So as you're saying I love you, show them that I love you. Goes a long way. Preserve your love. And you got to remember a relationship is 50-50. Remember we're compromising, we're meeting in the middle. It's a team thing. So don't ever think that you're going to get what you want 100% of the time because then you're just setting yourself up for failure. Like I said, there there will be the ups and the downs, but because you're a team and you work on your relationship every day, you'll be able to get through those rough times. And it's going to make celebrating those good times mean so much more. We go to work, you know, our eight hours every day. But that doesn't dismiss us from the work we need to put on our relationship 24-7. And it's not bad work. It's good work. You know, a relationship is, is a blessing. It's a wonderful thing. But you have to put the work into it. And it's possible. And that's, like I said, relationships, not just with your spouse or significant other, but with your family members, you know, your friends. Put the work into it. Nourish it. Respect it. Cherish it. Because you never know. Don't take it for granted. I know that I work on my relationships with my family every day. And some days, you know, it's hard. You know, there's some days I'm just like pulling my hair out. But ultimately, I know that they're important to me, you know. So that I have to put the work into it just like I would with anything else that I do in life. If you want to discuss this episode or any of my other episodes that I've did here on Kim in Progress, you know that you can reach me at natural at kimcare.co or you can message me directly here on the show and I will always get back to you. Or if you just have any other concerns, reach out to me. I'm here. I'm available. I do listen and I do hear. Always remember to stay you and be true. I love you. Be safe out there. Take care of each other. Please, please, please wear your mask. Social distance. Keep your immune system up. Eat healthy. Exercise. And just know that every day that we are alive and here on this earth, it's a blessing. So, take care of what the Lord has gave us. Take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with a little prayer. So, if you could please bow your heads. Precious Lord, you have told us to pursue things 
that will create peace and the edification of others. So I come seeking help to be the type of person, one who teaches and improves others. I pray, dear Lord, you would grant me a heart and a mind that is committed to pursuing things that will result in peace and edification of my loved ones. Help me, Lord, to be more Christ-like in all my relationships. In your heavenly name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, until the next time on Kim Progress, take care of yourself so that you can take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with a little music. Until next time, bye-bye.